Hey, my name is Katie Pijanowski, and I'm a certified life coach and motivational speaker, and I'm here to help you unlock your true strength so you can create the life of your dreams. I teach you my best tips to master your mindset, create confidence, and empower yourself to take back your life. It's your time. This is the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. What's up, my friends? This is Katie Pijanowski. I am an anti-diet certified life coach and personal trainer, and I wanted to talk to you guys today about something I'm really passionate about. Hopefully you were able to hear that because live video on Facebook is being very odd. <laughs> so hi, I hope you guys are doing wonderful on a Wednesday. As you can see by the title of this video, what I want to talk to you today about is three food thoughts that are preventing you from experiencing freedom around food. I actually just had the opportunity last night to run a really incredible masterclass all about understanding emotional eating, had some amazing people show up for the call and even have some breakthroughs during that call, which was super exciting. And I wanted to share this with you because I see this so much in the work that I do with my clients and just the thoughts and the way that we're thinking about food that's really, really preventing us from like having a really strong, healthy, peaceful relationship with food. So thought number one, I should be able to follow this diet or food plan. How many of you have ever caught yourself saying that? Like, I should be able to do this. Why can't I follow the diet or meal plan? Like, what is going on? There's something wrong with me, right? That's usually how we interpret that situation going on, that something is wrong with us. But that's actually not the case at all. It's that the system is broken. You are not broken. You are not bad or wrong for not being able to follow the diet or meal plan. That is just the system that we have been placed in with our culture. So I wanna offer you a couple of different reframes if you are currently struggling with that frame of mind around food. So reframe number one, there are as many perfect ways, and I'm gonna quotate that every time I say it, because perfect is such a relative word, but there are as many perfect ways of eating as there are people on the planet. Okay, so if you think about it in that way, it really allows you to say, you know, there really isn't a perfect way of eating. Like what is a perfect way of eating anyways? What does perfect mean? It's all relative to what makes sense for us and our bodies. Also, your eating changes as you change. As I keep reminding people, as we still continue to be in this world of a pandemic and crazy things going on, very, you know, lots of uncertainty that we're dealing with, lots of maybe negative emotions that we might need to process, is that we might be in a season where it doesn't make, you know, it, we might just be eating more of certain foods or less of certain foods and like, it is okay. I want you to just take a moment to release all the judgment that you've been carrying around about the foods that you've been eating, about the way your body looks, and just allow yourself to just show yourself some dang compassion already. Can you do that for me? Like if you do anything today and the rest of the week and the rest of this time forever, offer yourself some compassion because you deserve it. And reframe number three for this one is what's healthy for one person may not be healthy for you. If you think about it, there are certain foods that just do not agree with certain people's bodies. Like there might be foods that I eat that work really well for me, but then one of my clients, it might just really not work for them and it might not make them feel their best. And that is okay and all allowed and all perfect. Okay, so let's move on to food thought number two that's holding you back from a peaceful relationship with food. And that is emotional eating is bad. 
This was essentially the entire masterclass that I did yesterday of really breaking this down. I talked about the three biggest myths about emotional eating and breaking those down and to really showcase how diet culture has really taken a hold of how we view food and how we view our bodies. And the biggest thing that diet culture likes to say is that we must completely eliminate emotional eating. It is totally unacceptable. We should never be doing it. And we are bad if we do so, which is actually not the case at all. Emotional eating is not inherently bad at all. <laughs> In fact, our brains are wired to have a emotional response, a reward system for eating because we kind of need to eat to survive, if you think about it. <laughs> so it's really good that we have this reward system wired into our brains to reward us for eating. So it makes sure that we stay alive. I also wanna offer this free frame for you, that every symptom and craving and behavior around food has a positive intention. Therefore, symptoms, cravings, and behaviors are not the problem. They're the best solution you've come up with so far. And when I learned that, it really helped set me free from all of the binge eating I was experiencing because I was able to go back to that place and say, you know what, I was doing the best I knew how to cope with the loss of a really long-term relationship and going through career struggles and money struggles. That was the best thing I knew how to do to cope with those really heavy emotions at that time. And I was able to go back and forgive myself for doing the best that I could and offer myself a lot of compassion. So I want to offer you the same thing, that maybe those cravings and those symptoms and those food behaviors might actually just be the best thing you know how to do right now, and that's okay. So emotional eating is not inherently bad. In fact, using food to cope is completely okay. And I want you to completely release judgment around that because it's always going to be emotional. We use food to celebrate. We use food to soothe. We use food to comfort. All of these things are okay. All right, but we are, we can build up a self-care toolbox of different things that we can allow ourselves to do in those times. But the biggest thing is releasing that judgment and releasing the dieting mentality and the restriction that we have created around food, the mental and physical restriction around food. I talked a lot about that in my masterclass too. And thought number three for you, if I stop dieting, my health will go out the window or I'll eat all the food in sight. Please let me know if you guys, let me know in the comments if you guys have ever experienced that thought that if you are not following a diet plan or a meal plan, being told exactly what to eat and how much every single day that you are just going to completely go off the rails and somehow just eat everything in sight. I know I felt that way. So I can speak for myself when I say I've been there. So I want to offer a really funny reframe and I kind of, this one, I heard my coach say, which I think is so funny because they're like, you know, if I didn't have a diet plan, I would just eat pizza and ice cream all the time. And my coach Holly always likes to say, well, that would be really boring. You know, like if you just ate pizza and ice cream every single day, like that would be pretty boring actually, <laughs> right? So I want to offer you that. I also want to say that how most people take this step is that you can eat whatever you want, whenever you want in whatever amount. And that's actually just not true. So. I want to offer you that reframe as well. How most people take this step is that they can just eat whatever they want, but it's actually just, you have to take it into account that it's, it's in relation to your hunger and fullness levels. So it's also taking to, into account that learning how to really trust your body and know what those hunger and fullness cues are is a really essential part of intuitive eating, which is the process I teach um, my clients. 
So it's not completely just going off the rails and eating everything you want within, in no regards to how it's making you feel, if you're hungry, if you're full. So it's really kind of this really nice balance of being able to find that place for yourself where you can, and you can eat when you're hungry, you can eat when you're not, and it's totally okay too, because we don't want to make it into this hunger fullness diet, right? So the thought this third thought of being like completely going off the rails and throwing health out the window if we were to allow ourselves full permission to eat, this thought is really stemming from a lack of trust with ourselves. With intuitive eating, giving yourself full permission to eat is actually the way you start to rebuild the trust with yourself and your body. And that's what I work on with my one-on-one -on -one clients and my group clients is re-establishing trust in ourselves, that we can trust ourselves in those situations. So oftentimes we might find that we don't actually enjoy a food that we've been craving. This is something I found. I was like, I was craving pretzels and popcorn all the time. And I was like, maybe I don't actually like those foods that much. And I didn't. I was like, these aren't actually super satisfying and I would prefer something else. And that was a super empowering choice to be able to have. So I ask you to, to do the same thing, to really slow down and taste your foods and ask yourself, do I really enjoy this? Do I like the textures? Would I prefer something hot or cold? That's one of the biggest things I ask myself when I'm looking for meals to eat. I'm like, do I want something hot or do I want something cold? What kind of textures am I craving right now? What kind of flavors am I craving right now? And that can be a really great place to be. The biggest thing, it takes time, my friends. It takes so much time. This is not a linear path. My best advice for you is that if you are ready to ditch the dieting mentality and start to create confidence and peace around food and your body, the best thing you can do for yourself is get support. Hire a coach. It doesn't have to be me. It could be anyone else. Find yourself a community of people who are doing this work too, because we are surrounded in a culture that is full of fat phobia, that is full of diet culture, um, you know, just thoughts and beliefs that maybe not be serving you. So the biggest thing you can do in this process to support yourself through the ups and downs, the emotions that you go through this is to get support and also to allow yourself to be curious and ask questions towards what you really want so you can start to trust your inner guidance. So I'm going to go back through those thoughts really quickly that we just went over. So we reframed, I should be able to follow this diet plan to there is this perfect as many perfect ways of eating as there are people on the planet. We discussed how emotional eating is bad. It's reframed to it's actually not inherently bad at all. And actually every symptom and craving has a positive intention behind it. And finally, if I stop dieting, my health will go out the window or I'll eat all the foods, which is in fact also not true and would be completely boring if we just ate the same foods every single day. Our bodies crave different things in different seasons and different times of days, um, and we get to allow that, which is super exciting. So if you guys really found this useful, make sure to leave a comment or send me a DM. Um, I'd love to help guide you in any way that I can on this journey to uh, ditching dieting. I also have, I wanna give you guys my, my free ditch dieting guide and the battle between food and your body guide. It's my biggest like five guidelines to really help you to start to transform your relationship to food in your body and I want to give that to you guys for free so I'm going to go ahead and drop that in the comments you guys can grab that just put in your name and email and you'll get that sent to you that is my best first step for you if you are looking to do this work but feel free to dm me for any questions and if you need support I'm here for you 
Um, I know that this process can be very frustrating at times. It can be, um, you can feel very lost at times. And I think having that support system is so essential to moving forward. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Apologize for my phone ringing in the middle of that. <laughs> I love you all so much. Have a great Wednesday. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag Mind and Body Strong. To learn more about coaching and courses to help you take your journey to the next level, visit mindandbodystrong.com.